The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. The weekend is upon us, and this is the EP podcast. 30 minutes of good for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area, and each and every Thursday afternoon ish into Friday during the high school football season, we're going to be checking in with head coach Jerry Birdie of the Evergreen Park Mustangs for our Football Friday special. That does not mean the normal 30 minutes of good that is the EP podcast goes away, but it's still out on demand, ready for you to listen to each and every Monday or at your leisure. You can get it on any podcast player. You can also get all of the options where you can download it. You can subscribe everything at the eppodcast.com. If you listen to this program, say through a link on Facebook, it was shared with you and you don't want to miss an episode or you want to go back and hear stuff that we've talked about in the past, maybe an interview with the mayor. Maybe when we stop by the farmer's market. Maybe when we meet an interesting person that works or lives in Evergreen Park. All of the episodes are on demand, and the best way to get them is to subscribe through a podcast player. Best podcast app is Apple Podcast. Like 70% of the people that use podcasts in the world still use Apple Podcast. If you have an iPhone, the app's already on your phone. Spotify's a big one. We're there. iHeartRadio's a big one. We're there. You can tell Alexa, play the EP podcast. We're there. Google Podcast and Podchaser becoming big apps. We're on both of those. And a lot of people that have an Android use those or Spotify, as I mentioned earlier. Then you never miss an episode of the EP podcast, which is brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Get your kids a student checking account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They get a debit card of their own, unlimited free in-network ATMs, an easy-to-use mobile banking app. My 14-year-old literally just looks at his account. Every day, just brings up his phone, just checks it on his mobile banking app. Teens and young adults can start managing their money more independently while they still have access to award-winning customer service from a bank that cares about their needs and then go right up the street and see them at 95th and Pulaski. Learn more, sign up, bankevergreenpark.com slash school. No minimum opening deposit, no minimum balance, no monthly maintenance fees. Member FDIC. will be out with you, the people, on Saturday, October the 8th for Evergreen Park's second annual Oktoberfest. It kicks off at 2 p.m. It goes until 9, Climb Park or Circle Park, whatever you call it, and the community center, that big area being used for this event. They got a beer garden. Finney's is going to be there. Baracko's going to be there. Happy Jack's, Tone Capone's Taco Truck, Bratwurst Stand, Hot Dogs, Nachos, Popcorn, Snow Cones, Cotton Candy for the Kids. There's going to be a DJ out there. Sun Fallen Band is going to be there. Stein Hoisting Competition. I did that last year. I believe I'm hosting that as well this year. Uh, We'll see who can hold a stein full of beer the longest, and you get to keep the beer afterward. There's line dancing, Mr. Scott's Music Show, Pony Rides, Petting Zoo, Jumpies, Touch a Truck, Face Painting, the EP Podcast is going to be out there giving away cold, hard cash. 
This thing's going to be an absolute blast. It's one of the best events of the year. They just started it last year. It was such a big event, so much fun. They brought it back again. Get over there, all of Evergreen Park. Anybody within the sound of my voice, get to Evergreen Park. Get over there to Circle Park, the community center, and get to Oktoberfest this Saturday, the 8th, starting at 2 p.m. The most recent episode of the EP podcast before this one actually is called the Fest of October. You can check that out if you missed it. The Evergreen Park Public Library had live music and a big party this past weekend. There's audio from Matt. The Stockyard Kilty Band came down here to the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar promoting a benefit for one of their fallen members. It's coming up on October the 15th at 115 Bourbon Street. And we had audio from the first ever Oktoberfest at Open Outcry over on Western Avenue. After you listen to this episode, go back and check out that one. Head coach Jerry Verdes, next right here on Football Friday on the EP Podcast, found anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. on the line with me for yet another week to talk about Evergreen Park Mustang football, their head coach, Jerry Verdi. How are you, coach? I'm good, Chris. Oh, I feel bad because I hyped up the win over Revis as your biggest win of the year. I gushed about it, and then you may have had your toughest loss of the year against Thornton Fractional South because you know, that team was 1-4. I know it was their homecoming. I know you were on the road. But that felt like it was a really winnable game, and I, I would imagine it was a bit of a letdown for you. Is that high school football in a microcosm right there, that they're not professional athletes, they're still kids, and sometimes when you're rolling really high, uh, you trip up and you have a bad week? Yeah, I mean, that can happen. And as, as hard as we, you know, we push at practice, the coaching staff and things like that, um, it's sometimes hard to break into a player's psyche when you're sitting at 4-1 and, and you got a game that, you you believe you should win and and you start counting five and one before you get there and then you don't get there you know and and we had you know the the game against TF South we we made a lot of mistakes with execution and you know even the the touchdowns that they scored one ended up being kind of a broken play for us defensively and the other one was a broken play for them offensively uh, where it was a third and very long and the quarterback scrambled scrambled around this would have been in the third quarter and threw a 30-yard pass into the end zone, and the guy made the crazy diving catch. And then you're sitting at that time when they scored the touchdown, we were sitting losing 12-7. Uh, to 7. We went into halftime winning 7-6. to 6. And we had a lot of opportunities to score, just didn't execute. And we had some opportunities, uh, even when they scored, to to stop them. Uh, they ended up putting, on a, putting in a touchdown with like a minute and change to go. Um, when the game had already been decided. But, um, you know, that was a tough one. And sometimes, uh, you know, 
we you got to take the opportunity to reset, and that's what we've done this week. And we've had a good week of practice, so hopefully uh, the very tough loss can still bear fruit in the end. I was going to say, you would think that this season has been uh, a real learning experience for a lot of your players. You have the game against Oak Lawn, which is a big rivalry game, and you win, and you're on a high and then uh, a loss 27-7 to the Richards the next week. So your guys regroup. They play Revis. Your quarterback makes a brilliant decision. We were talking about it. He makes this huge run, um, you know, big play late in the game. We broke down that play last week. But then late in this game against Thornton Fractional South, he learns that it doesn't always work out for you as he holds on to the ball and there's a play and there's a fumble and they, they get the ball back. It's the up and down of it where I think that at this point they're probably learning you can't get too high and you can't get too low, which is probably something that most coaches want to teach their kids but you've had a couple of weeks here where they've seen the lesson of it I would think at this point right right and and you got to learn from those lessons you really do I mean late you know late in the game there was about five minutes left to go and we were we drove down the field and with about with that five minutes to go we were you know your your second down and relatively short you know and we were on I believe like the 18 yard line and you could even feel it on the sideline. You know, we expected to score. We were already kind of talking about, you know, going for two at that point because it would have been then made the game 15 to 12 and they would have, a field goal by them would have, would have only tied it. And, um, you know, and then, then the ball pops out, and, you know, and that's sports. That's, that's the way it works. And, and a, a valuable lesson for any high school athlete is, you know, all your will and all your plans, you know, you forget that the other team has will and uh, the other team has plans too. And, and um, they're not going to let let it happen. You got to make it happen, and and that's a lesson that uh, is constantly learned, especially in high school sports. You got three games ahead here for the rest of your regular season. You're home finally. You're homecoming here against Shepherd. You got Blue Island the next week, and Blue Island is tied with you right now at two and one in the conference in second place. And then you have Argo at the very end on a Thursday night game. Uh, generally five wins gets you into the postseason. You're guaranteed it when you get to six wins. You're sitting at four and two right now. Uh, is that something that you you sit down and you tell your team, like, look, the job is not done. We've had a good season, but you guys have to finish this out, or are you still preaching one game at a time? You got it's, it's still one game at a time. You know, uh, as we talked about in the past, and it's the beauty of, of, of football in general, whether it's, you know, high school or college or, or, or beyond, you know, every week is its own little season. It always is, you know, and there's a routine that goes into the week as you prepare for your opponent and there's a lot of question marks and then you come up with your plan and you start implementing that plan and all the, some of the questions get answered. And then, you know, the plan that you put together, you're putting the, the finishing touches on, on, on like a Thursday practice. And then you go out and play on Friday and you, you don't deviate from, you know, the week to week. Uh, you know, situation of football and, and um, even like a blanket statement of, well, we got to win one out of the last three. Well, that takes away from the week you're playing, you know, because then when, whenever you say we got to win one of the last three, everyone automatically looks at, tries to find, well, which of the three games are you most likely to win? You know, and uh, we're in a situation where we could win all of the last three games if, if we play to our potential. So, we take it week to week, and, and our, our focus this week definitely was on Shepard. All right, player of the game for this uh, 18-7 loss that I'm sure you want to just shake off and move on from uh, with your, your game here on Friday night uh, at home against Shepard. Who's your player of the game against Thornton Fractional South? 
Our, our player game for, uh, against TF South was Eduardo Antunes. Um, he's junior defensive end. He also plays offensive line. He had nine tackles, including a tackle for loss, and um, he was just all over the field, and, and it was very difficult for them to run his direction. They actually started just to run away from him. That's really a testament to how much he's grown. You know, he's, he's going to be a three-year starter for us. In his sophomore year last year, he played every game, and he was playing both ways uh, the whole time. So he's got a lot of experience, and, and he's, he's also kind of a, he's a special player where the sky's the limit for him. He's got a big 6'3 frame. He, he, he might even get up to 6'4 here. Very strong and, and very mobile. So we've got uh, really high hopes for, for him, and, and he's kind of uh, – He's reaching, starting to, 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 to nibble at that potential that he has, and, and it's pretty special to watch when he gets there. You say sky's the limit. Do you identify players from time to time that you look at and go, that kid's going to play in college? Like, Are you able to see that, or is that something you don't really see until the very end or when they tell you, hey, I, I'm going to the university of such and such? Do you, do you see players like that? Um, yeah. I, I mean, this is my 16th year of, of, of coaching high school football, and I've coached um, Laquan Treadwell, who was in who was a first round draft pick in 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 the NFL, and uh, Lance Lenore, who played for the uh, Cowboys, and um, Niles Morgan, who was captain at Notre Dame, and and he got a nibble at, at the NFL, and but he was playing in um, in Canada, and and you know special players you can see relatively early, and and the first part of it is. is unfortunately for some kids is just going to be your body type. You know, um, you can, you can teach speed. You can even teach speed to a certain extent and you can get, uh, you know, you can get kids stronger, but you can't teach height. You can't teach frame and you can't teach, teach reach. And, um, Eduardo has a, those going for him. So, um, you know, he's a special player and, and his drive, uh, makes him, you know, a potential, um, you know, college recruit, and, and that's definitely what we're hoping for. And um, high school football is also interesting because you you got to remember in college, you know, yes, there's Division One and there's FCS, which was which used to be one uh, AA, and then you got Division Two and NAI and D3. There's tons of opportunity for high school athletes, even those that don't have the Division One um, intangibles as far as uh, body type. To, to play and um, you know a lot of better players on on teams will have some kind of opportunity to play maybe it is division three or, or something higher but you know when you start talking about potential division one athletes it really is to start with all about the body type and then you go into to the other intangibles like uh, grades and speed and things like that all right you got Shepard. it's homecoming friday night seven o'clock at evergreen park is homecoming week a massive distraction that drives you crazy, Coach? Be honest. Absolutely. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I, I'm not afraid to say that. You know, it's fun for the guys, you know, the players, and, and it's a certain it's special. But, you know, one of the great ironies of homecoming usually is that, that homecoming is more about the school community than it is about the football team. And, and yes, the game can be a, a center point for for homecoming. Um, you know, but the activities are fun for the, you know, for the school and for, for the kids, you know, the different dress up days and the alumni that have come back and watch the football game and things like that. But every year we have homecoming. I tell the players the same thing. The only thing you're going to remember about homecoming is how you play. That's it. That's what you'll remember as a, as a football player, you know? So 
from that standpoint, that's always our always our emphasis on on homecoming week. So Shepherds two and four, Evergreen Park four and two. But let's throw the records out because uh, a team with a losing record facing you is not a not a guarantee in any way. We've we've seen that this year. You got your guys good week of practice. You got the distraction of homecoming going on. You've got a, a lot that you're probably thinking about. But tell me a little bit about the Shepherd team and how you guys are going to attack them. Well, Shepherd's a good team. Uh, they've got they've got tons of weapons and and um, uh, some really really good skill players. Um, that uh, in, a, in a few situations we you know there there, there are, are a few matchup issues, but um, you know we go into this with with a with a decent amount of confidence. Um, we know we can compete with them, and we know it's going to be a, a forty eight minute game. This will not be a game that that's decided in twenty four minutes or anything like that. It's going to be a battle to the end, and that's the the situation we put ourselves in. Hopefully, with the good week of practice that we've had this week, we put ourselves in a situation to be successful. Should be a fun time. You guys haven't had a lot of home games. You, we talked about this earlier in the year. You're you're basically road warriors this year, and with all the pomp and circumstance of homecoming and everything, it probably is still going to be fun to get in front of that crowd, I would think, on Friday night and, and play in front of your home fans who have traveled well this year but actually be in your stadium. I'm sure you're looking forward to game time. Oh, yeah. We, we love playing at home. We love playing in our stadium. We, we, we love the setting. Uh, E.T. is a great place to, to come watch a football game, and our crowds have, have always been very good, you know, over the years, and I'm sure this week will be no different than that. Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's going to be a good one, and we'll see you next week. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.